Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 has been gathered in this day and time, the mentors, the brightly, the Amen race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual leader, Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing ultra-standing, ultra-standing of the submental thoughts in order to move through the third dimension. Ultra-standing submental thoughts in order to move through the third dimension. Why is it important to ultra-stand submental thoughts? So that we don't get trapped up in them. Because submental thoughts, let me just say it just like this. Anything that's really third dimensional that you stop within this time frame, anything that is anything that's third dimensional will eventually hold you up in the third dimension. First and foremost, before I go, hey, am I making myself clear? Can everybody hear me? Everybody hear me? Before I continue, can everybody hear me? Right. Need to know that. All right. All right. You must adopt, or I'm not going to say adopt, to understand the submental thoughts in the third, in, in order to move in the third dimension, it's because this is what you utilize these thoughts to keep you moving. These thoughts in the third dimension are only meant to connect you to the third dimension. You do know that all thoughts that are generated here from people, places, possessions of the people who are stuck in this world, who are trapped in the world of people, place, and possession, the world of materialism, you do know that is meant to keep you in that state, in the third dimensional state. You see, it is meant to keep you in that three-dimensional state. Our, our, our job, our goal as mentalists is to move from that state of materialism, from materialism into mentalism or mentalism, from materialism into mentalism, into a higher state of mental focus, a higher state of mental clarity, because upon receiving that higher stage of mental clarity, that higher mindset of mental clarity, all of the material things in the three-dimensional realm begin to become so small to where it's minuscule. All of the things that kept you from this state of blissfulness, right, will seem small in comparison to what you were willing to sacrifice. Because you know your ego, your emotional attachment to the three-dimensional realm and these thoughts that are, you know, sent back and forth between these humans and these people who are on the human level is what keep you connected to the three-dimensional realm. Because all these thoughts are three-dimensional or two-dimensional, which is beneath the three. It's always based on polarity. It's always based on positive and negative. It's always based on good and bad. Those are the thoughts that link you to the third dimension. You should not have a positive thought about people or a negative thought about people. That should not even be in your minds. You should not. I'm going to say this again. I know people say, well, damn, what kind of thought are we supposed to have? You're supposed to have necessary thoughts about people. And if they are not necessary, then that means they are unnecessary. Do I make myself clear? There's no negativity 
and there is no positivity in the upper mental space of thought. Only on the submental space. Only on the submental space. And we must understand that in order to move forward. That positive and negative are nothing but how you say positive and negative are nothing but ways to utilize fuel for motion. We don't, in other words, we don't get caught in the moment. Positive and negative responses, comments, every criticisms, whatever, it don't matter. It's all the same thing. The very way someone could tell you, oh, I like what you're doing to it. I, I think what you're doing is garbage. It's all the same thing to us. I want you all to get to understand that. So somebody complimenting you to criticizing you is all the same thing. It means nothing. It does nothing for you. But it does work against you. Why do I say that? If somebody gives you a positive compliment, that's all good and well. But what could happen as a as a uh, um, as a um, result of that person giving you a positive comment could be that you start to rest in your laurels and you start to trust those people who complimenting you and you know filling your head up with things and you're not watching people's attention. See, one of the things I never liked about people is people who gave me too many compliments. It's nice to keep it moving, give a nice compliment, keep it moving. But I don't trust people who compliment me too much because you're trying to hide something from me. You're trying to distract me with all the compliments for a reason. Just like the people you're trying to distract me with your negative comments. Anytime that I got to stop to entertain your criticisms or your critiques or your positive or negative energy, it's time I done stop in the three-dimensional realm. And we ain't got time to stop in the three-dimensional realm. We have no time because negative thoughts, just like positive thoughts, keep us bound in the third dimension. Positive thoughts, just like negative thoughts, keep us bound in the third dimension. We don't move off positive. We don't move off negative. We move off a necessity. The need of motion is constant. And positive and negative, getting stuck in a funky attitude, a funky mode with anybody, or getting stuck in a a blissful mode, a loving mode, or whatever you want to say with somebody is a waste of time. We can give our, you know, assessments as we go. But keep in mind we're going. These are assessments we keep in our own minds and our own heads of people and whatnot until the evolution of that person starts. Like I said, we don't harbor nothing ill toward anybody or positive toward, you know, negative or positive. We don't work off polarities. We don't work off good and bad. And, you know, we must understand that because people in this three-dimensional realm and the two-dimensional realm do, because they do, we must know how to deal with them accordingly. You must learn how to deal with emotional people accordingly. You must deal with them like children. You must deal with them like children. Do you really sit down and spend energy and time trying to explain something to a child because you do know a child's mind is limited until he grows, he or she grows to a level of development, to a level of understanding, and then hopefully ultrasanding? A child's mind is limited on some level. Certain things they're not going to get right away. And unfortunately, you're going to have grown people do the same thing. These people in the three-dimensional realm are not going to develop past their weight. They're not. So being that you can understand that, if you can understand that, if you have enough patience to understand that, 
then you can move accordingly. Because when you're stopping trying to get people to understand that, why you're spending time doing that, you are wasting time doing that. By spending time doing that, you are wasting time doing that. By speaking on things that are unnecessary, you have now made your time unnecessary on this planet. You see? Because you inhabit things that you are going to utilize in some way, shape, or form. You inhabit that, be it your personality, your persona, whatever. You inhabit certain things about you that you're going to utilize. Why try to inhabit things that you don't need? You don't need positivity in your life. You don't need negativity in your life. You need necessity in your life. I'm going to talk to you on a need-to basis. You see, I try not to talk. I, I try to, me, myself, I try to limit the pleasantries. It doesn't mean that I'm not pleasant toward my people or that I don't care. I'm very pleasant. But I limit the pleasantries for a reason. Because, like I said, people after a while, they can't help but to judge you when they're still in the mind of understanding. They can't help but to judge your actions as positive or negative because that's all they still understand. But in a mind of ultrasanding, you judge people's behavior based on necessity. You see, did they need to be that way? Or they, you know, was it necessary? And in your estimation, it tells you just what you can do and what you cannot do with these people. By necessity, the time you get, by necessity, you see, and we can always be um, cordial, polite, and, um, you know, inviting to some level, but as we are moving through the everyday world of people who are operating on submental thinking, who are operating still on emotion, who are operating still on the idea of positive and negative polarities, who are operating on these things, we best, or should I say it is best, to disregard these people. Disregard these people. Disregard their thoughts, their feelings, their actions. Disregard them. You see, as long as it doesn't affect you directly. Disregard. The only time we should encounter anyone at any time as if it impedes our physical movement. And nine times out of ten, people are not trying to impede your physical movement more than they're trying to impede your mental movement. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? People are trying to impede your mental movement more than they are your physical movement. Because nine times out of ten, ain't nobody going to jump in your way and tell you nothing. But they will try to jump in your way mentally because that is the ultimate vehicle that can stop you from ascending. That is the ultimate vehicle, your mental response, your mental capability, if you are going to respond to these people. Keep in mind, each time you respond to these people, it slows you down and your path towards the fourth dimension. You should get to the point where you don't even get mad anymore. You don't even get mad. You don't get angry. I want to get my people past anger into a mad. When you hear me turn up on people, it's not even because I'm mad. I told you it's more of a passion than anything. I don't have the passion for certain things anymore. 
I definitely don't have the anger because even if I have to, you know, resort to certain things to make a point, you know, it's still not going to be done out of anger more than this calculation. You get what I'm saying? That's the mindset my people should be on. That's the mindset my people should be on. That's the mindset that will keep us moving. That's the mindset that will continue us moving because, see, now we know how to avoid the people of the third dimension who are still moving off of emotion, who are still moving off of polarity, who are still moving off of spirituality, who are still moving off of the things that keep them socialized or associated with other lower life forms, other lower people. Because let me tell you something, even you people that are into spirituality still, let me tell you something. When you claim to be a spiritual person, you do know that you are aligning yourself with other spiritual entities, other spiritual creatures, other spiritual beings. And that means you take on their negative energy just like your positive, you're taking on their positive. Same thing if you call yourself a Catholic, Christian, Muslim, you, by taking on that name, by taking on that energy, acknowledging that as reality, you take on and start to carry the same energy as them, and that is positive and negative. So you are trapped in that state of polarity because of the energy that you have chosen to carry. When you chose to share the energy of the people of the three-dimensional realm, you begin to get stuck in that mindset. You can't figure out why you got a funky attitude, why you mad. Somebody might have pissed you off earlier, and you can't really remember why because you're trying to shake that out of your mind, but it's still there. You let it make an impression, and you're still mad. Instead of just ignoring it and writing it off as human behavior. Judging is judging it just as what it is, human behavior. And some of our people still got human behavior. A lot of our people still got human behavior, unfortunately. And they don't know how not to be combative. They don't know how not to be a, a, a confrontational. You know, that's the big thing with niggas. They love confrontation. You see, they love that combative confrontation. And again, that's what keeps you stuck going back and forth with these humans, with these cave beasts, with these cave animals. This is what keep our people going back and forth instead of developing, building ourselves up. We want to go back and forth with these cave beasts, these humans. You see, our encounters with these humans was not necessary because these humans move like the animals on polarity. And like I said, you all have learned to adopt polar opposite expressions in yourself that has stunted your growth toward the fourth dimension. Is it not always the calm, clear, and collected one who is considered to be the threat? The calm, clear, cool, and collected one, the one who's not getting upset, the one who's not getting emotional, the one who's quiet, the one who is calculating, that is the threat, ultimately. Not really in, in reality, but in the mindset of those who are in a state of polarity back and forth and whatnot, they fear those who are quiet and watch. You notice that when they get, you know, this is why they always want you so-called black people to be laughing at everything, cooning and buffooning and whatnot. They don't like when you're serious, see, because what that denotes when they see that you are serious, you're not acting like a coon and a clown and an Aunt Jemima and a Sambo, is because what that denotes is you are in watch mode. You are in watch mode. And what I mean by watch mode, what did I say our true purpose here on earth is? To be overseers, did I not? 
Did I not say our true purpose on earth is to be overseers over these humans and all the creatures on and this earth we're supposed to be the overseers? So whenever they see our people quiet and we just watching everything and we are being calculating and cautious and keeping keeping our eye on everything and you know, if need be having a strike, what does that say? That says that these humans they recognize that, oh, snap, they're in their right state of mind. They ain't up here, you know, what's wrong with them? They're so serious. Because they expect you to be the black people that they manufacture, the ones who always want to be friendly. You know, like I said, we're cordial, but we are cordial in a state of movement. Like I said, we try to move things along in our cordial connection with these humans. We try to move things along. We don't have long, drawn-out uh, uh, conversations or encounters because we don't really want to take on any of these human attributes. They're submental ways. They're submental thoughts. Because that's what they really try to do when they got you socializing. That's why the beasts love socializing. They love to socialize because, see, what they do is they program everybody through the media, through the television, through the radio, and things like that. And the best way to make sure that this programming takes hold, takes effect in the minds of the submental is that you create social gatherings for these people to bounce these submental thoughts off of. Whether they're talking about the election, whether they're talking about politics, whatever they're talking about. That's a way to bounce these submental thoughts off of the people. That's why the beast loves to socialize. They love socialism. They want people to be associated, everybody all living on top of each other, stuff like that. They want people to be social because that's the best way to spread the program, same way you spread a virus, people all up on top of each other. Exactly. Humans are social animals. You see, they can't, they don't know how to be alone. They don't know how to be by themselves. They'll lose their mind. You see, we're supposed to be watching them. The same way the serpent watches his prey, that's the same way we're supposed to be watching these humans just to make sure you know, we keep an eye on things. A lot of things our people miss because they're too busy running their damn mouth. They're too busy being emotional. They're too busy thinking about stuff they ain't got no business thinking about. Nonsense. And that's what keeps you off point. You're always supposed to be on point. Because to be on point, to be constantly seeing and, and seeing does what? It makes our senses stronger. It makes our sensory stronger. That's why we are the overseers. That's why we are supposed to be the overseers over everything on earth, these humans and everything, watching them, paying attention, and eventually rendering judgment and punishment if necessary. That's what we're supposed to be, and that's what we once were, and that's what we will become again by the power of Amen. But we must always understand the submental and human behavior. We must understand that a lot of our people, our family members, our relatives suffer from submental behavior that they were programmed by with the beast. Again, that's why, like I said, you, you, you black females, you turn up whenever these stupid shows come on, love and hip-hop and all this other stuff. The so-called black females, she's been programmed by the media, man, to act like a damn ratchet and a hood rat. She's been programmed by the media to act like a whore and a slut. You see, that's all programming. Same thing with you black males. 
You programmed on to act like you a bunch of thugs and killers and all this other stuff. That's all programming, man. You see? That's all programming. I'm gonna even I'm gonna like a lot I'm gonna tell you something else. Also, a lot of these ghetto brown books that you see these black females writing where the where the nigger woman reads out of these ghetto brown books with, with the nigger woman always with you know, going back and forth with the damn uh, 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 uh some some nigger in the hood, some hood romance. A lot of these Caucasians, especially Zionists and Jews, they sponsor a lot of those books for the nigger woman. You know, they get other black females to write this garbage. And what does that do? It helps to install those submental thoughts in the minds of you black females because you love to act out things in books. You love to act out things on TV. You see, a lot of y'all love to play, put on characters. That's why you think the so-called black woman got all those funny hair, because that's really her going into character, all the funny wigs, blonde, uh, red, all that. That's really her playing a character, man. She's she trying to act like a white woman with the, in, in, in dark skin. She playing a character. You see? And see, that's a part of the submental programming. That's part of the submental programming. You see? That whole want and desire to let your body, let your physical vessel be used to inhabit demons, a.k.a. characters, within you and whatnot to curb your mood swings, to work in alignment with your mood swings, your submental thoughts. How they say the white man says you create these alter egos. Where do you think the alter egos come from that the so-called white man is talking about? That's part of the submental thoughts that, he, that you process every day in your head. That's part of this process every day in your head. You see? <clears throat> Everything, because this is a gravitational uh, uh, um, surface of the Earth's core, because we are standing on the gravitational surface, everything here is meant to pull down your way of thinking. Now, when we're able to raise up our way of thinking and detach from the things that are pulling us down, then you will start to see the arrival of levitational lift come in. The levitational lift, the ability to take flight, will only come in when the minds of our people are raised up past the things that have been pulling them down in the gravitational pull because you do know the things that pull you down to even the mentality, emotion, stop you from raising up. And that's mentally too. You see, that's mentally too. There's a reason why the so-called white man shows the superhero takes flight, he always shows them as like a god-god type character who's above the mindset of the humans, the petty jealousy and the envy and all that. This is how he shows the superhero. Is that not how he shows the superhero? He shows them as one who is above the human behavior of pettiness and jealousy, right? So what is that telling you? What is that telling you when he shows you superheroes that are beyond the positive and the negative and the pettiness and the jealousy and whatnot? Is that that is the behavior that keeps you grounded in a submental state of thinking. This is the behavior that keeps you grounded in submental forms of thinking. You see, the want, and, the want and desire to be right. The want and the desire to be right or feel as though you're right because your ego tells you so. See, that want and desire to be right is what keeps you from being righteous because real righteous people, we have no need to be right or wrong. I was having a conversation the other day with a guy from the Nation of Islam, and 
I was speaking with him. I felt the power and the energy as I was speaking to him, you know, about mental like about you know, I know the brother for you know a while when I know him and his brother, they in the nation. And, you know, the but the brother as I was talking and teaching, he's like he really didn't want to leave. As he kept one I, I I was trying to leave. But I was talking to somebody, you know, I you know, just you know, I'm trying to leave and the brother wanted to keep talking and hanging around in the window of my car and things like that and he just didn't want to leave and I'm like, Okay. You know, and we're talking about the nation of Islam teachings and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful, but I'm not trying to create a combative energy. And he was trying to kind of, in a way, create a combative energy, but I, I squashed that real fast. And after a while, you know, like I said, when you don't create combative barriers with people, you know, when you are opening that barrier of combativeness where all they can do is eventually fall through that, bar- fall through that barrier. You see, people like to try to hang on to things that you keep close to you. So the key is to let them fall away from you. You see, in other words, don't take things personally. Don't put too much energy into things. You see, they're meant to trap you in the third dimension. Now, see, he wanted me to get trapped a little bit, but then when he see I wasn't on it, he wanted to just, like, it was almost like he wanted to jump on my back and let me ride him to the next level of levitation. Take him mentally there. You see, he wanted to go where I was going mentally. You see, but he couldn't because what he didn't understand was I'm not. I told him I'm not taking a positive side about nobody or a negative side. I really don't care. But realistically, you see. I didn't stand on either side. I stood above these things. And see, what, by standing above this, I was showing him that I understood his submental ways of thinking, which is based in belief. I understood that. But my question to him after all that was, does it make sense? Can answer. See, I understood the submental way of thinking. I understood that. And he knew that I understood that, but he just couldn't describe that I knew that I, I'm not going to be moved by, because see, like, like, just like anybody in the nation of Islam, they're moved by what the God and the devil mindset, that whole thing. That Again, positive and negative, polarities. Polarities is what's keeping us linked, um, grounded to the third dimension. Polarity keeps us grounded. You see? Polarity keeps us grounded. You see, polarity keeps us grounded to the third dimension. Emotion keeps us grounded to the third dimension. Our connection with polarity, because that's really what emotion is based on, the connection, the emotional connection or attachment to polarities. You see, a lot, really a lot of times y'all don't realize just you, just, uh, you want to feel, as much as you want to feel good, it's just as much as you want to feel bad. That's why the brother couldn't ride with me mentally. I tried, you know, the brother couldn't ride with me mentally. You see, when I was trying to take him, when I was trying to show him, he couldn't ride with me mentally. Because just as much as you want to feel good, it's just as much as you want to feel bad. Do y'all get what I mean by that? Just as good, as much as you want to feel good which connects you to the third dimension, is just as much as you want to feel bad, which also connects you to the third dimension. You know how you know that? 
You know how you know you want to feel just as bad again, just as much as you want to feel good? Because you can't have one without the other. Why is it that you feel bad most of your damn life? Why is it that you feel mad most of your damn life? Why? Because you need that. Because once you want to feel good, you're going to have to want to feel bad as well. You got to, you ever get this thing where you just want to be mad and you just want to get on, you just want to be mad. You don't know what you might want to be mad about. You just want to be mad about something. You got people that just want to be mad. You see? Same way they want to be glad is the same way they want to be mad. That is you being bounced off of the human polarity, the polarities of the human, the positive and the negative. I told you that positive or that polar state was set up for the humans, man. That's not our state. It's not our state. We're not really supposed to be moving off of positive or negative. Why? Because we're supposed to be the overseers, man. Do overseers have a have a have an emotional attachment to a positive and negative? Absolutely not. No, we do not. We don't have a, a connection to that as overseers. Because how do we oversee it if we're sitting up here being positive one minute and then being negative the next? That means we're not on our job overseeing both, judging both. You see? You can't oversee these two things if you are part of these two things, if you're going back and forth between these two things. This is the ascension, to ascend past positive and negative, to ascend past polarity. Now, I know a lot of people can't do that. This is something next I'm giving to my people, to ascend past positive and negative. We must drop all that. That's why when I was explaining to the brother again, I said, we don't drop God and the devil, man. That's just another way of saying positive and negative, good and bad, man. Y'all still stuck with the God and the devil talk. You see? Y'all still stuck with the God and devil talk, the positive and negative, the polarity. There's no more polarity with us. But we do understand the submental connection of polarity and emotion and the thoughts of these humans and those who are trapped in the third dimension. But we must understand it so that we keep moving. Because, again, if we do not identify, if we do not identify that which keeps us grounded in the two dimension and the third dimension, which is polar, polar opposite, polarity, right? <clears throat> then how do we ascend it? How do we ascend it? I told you before and I told you again, there, are no, there is no such thing as emotion in the fourth dimension. There is no such thing as people liking and disliking each other in the fourth dimension. There's no such thing. So if y'all can't get over that hurdle, then guess what? You're not, you're not fit for the fourth dimension. There's no like and dislike in the fourth dimension. There's no positive and negative in the fourth dimension. There's no God and devil in the fourth dimension. Do y'all, are y'all following what I'm saying to you? you know, now, again, I tried to somewhat explain it to the brother, but like I said, he couldn't ride with me mentally. He couldn't ride there. But I did ask him, and that's why I said I keep I'm thinking this conversation. I did ask him. I said, are you a black man? He said, oh, we had this conversation before. He said, I'm an original man. I said, but no, are you a black man? He said, yes, I'm a black man. So I had to do the black test, you know, pull out my black bag and put it next to my skin. He said, you a black man? I said, absolutely not. Oh, ha- absolutely not. Hell no. Don't call me a black man. I said, uh, he said, he said, then what are you? I said, I'm a bronze man. He said, I'm going to call you bronze man. Then I said, thank you. But don't ever call me black man. That's an insult. You know that now. So I said, are you a black man? He said, I'm an original man. Now he tried. I said, but no, in your doctrine it says 
you are an Asiatic black man. Are you an Asiatic black man? He said, I'm an original man. I said, oh, so then you're going against your doctrine then. You're going against what the nation teaches, because the nation teaches that y'all are the original Asiatic black men. Those of you who are members of, of the nation of Islam. I'm an original man. Okay, then you ain't with your doctrine no more. You don't want to get your doctrine. That means you evolve and trying to evolve out of your doctrine because you don't want to be called black no more. So already you're trying to evolve out of your doctrine. I tried to evolve. You're trying to go where I'm going, but you ain't ready to let that go. Because, see, all of that, I explained to him over time, all of that which did not come into the time of the 21st century that was not born in the 21st century will not stand going forward in the 21st century and beyond. All the two-dimensional things that came about in the 20th century, and again, it's no coincidence, all the two-dimensional things that came in the 20th century before that are connected to that submental way of thinking will go. It will perish. Why? Because we are here to bring things to another level. We are here to raise the bar. We, as the Amun race, are here to raise the bar. You see, and this is what the world has been waiting on. The world has been waiting on the elect to come and raise the bar. They've been waiting on the next. You see? They've been waiting on the next. You see? They've been waiting on the next to come. And they've really been waiting on that for our people, man. They've been waiting on it to come from our people. Because does not the so-called white man follow everything we do? He follow everything we do. You see? And y'all, in return, when you in your in your in your in your dead state, you follow everything they do. But we realize they follow everything we do. Right before we, they think we think about following what they do. But that's that back and forth. There will be no back. There will only be forth, forward. And that happens when you eliminate the things that have kept you back. When you don't allow yourself to be attached to some mental ways of thinking. The people who got the need to feel right, the people who got the need to feel entitled, the people that have the need to feel as though they are right in their stance, those are not fourth dimensional people. They're not going to make it. Again, the focus should always be armor. I don't heard people tell me the focus is almond, but then it all they trying to line up their submental thinking with almond. Their combative thinking with almond. And they think that because they seal up the name almond with their combative and submental way of thinking, that need to go back and forth, that need to be combative, they think that that's connected with almond. Those are people who have no connection with almond. Because there is, again, if you consider yourself to be almond, if you consider yourself to be of almond, then who could you really argue with? Who can argue with you? Who can argue with you? Who would you even who would even be on your level to argue with? It can't be that you arguing with somebody who's of almond because if how can almond be against almond? Some that means somebody ain't almond. If there's some almond against there's no such thing as almond against almond. I'm talking about all people of this community of almond who who stand there of the almond race. There's no such thing as almond against almond. No. No such thing. So if I see people in this community going at back and forth with each other, then that's telling me one thing. I'm going to give you a chance to understand what you're really doing. You're channeling into submental thoughts. You're channeling into your need to be right. And I don't need people who feel like they need to be right. 
Those people that feel they need to be right need to get their ass right the fuck up out of here. I don't need that. That's not a bomb. And I said it. It's not. There is no back and forth with Amish. There's only four. There is no positive and negative with Amish. There's only necessity. There is no bad, good and bad. There is no polarity with Amish. And once we understand that, we can move through there just fine. There is no more barriers. None. There are no more barriers. You see? You got to put this into practice in your everyday life. You got to put this into practice in your everyday life. So where there is a problem, that means there should be no problem. If there is a problem, then that means there should be no problem. Because if you bring in me a problem, then that means you are the one with the problem. You already let me know that you are the one with the problem. If your mindset is not to resolve the problem and be the answer to the problem, you see, we are always supposed to be the answer. The answer equals motion. The answer equals motion. The problem equals stop. The problem equals stop. The answer equals motion. And we will always be the answer to any problem. Out of necessity, out of need to keep moving. You see? Because we're supposed to be constantly in motion in our thinking, thinking forward, that we ain't got time to stop and think about things that are in the moment. Anything that you stop in and think about that's in the moment, that means you got time to stop and be in that moment. That means time is moving on without you. We're going to move on without you because you got time to sit up here and be mad over something that happened 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago. Hell, you niggas still mad over stuff that happened 20 years ago. No. We don't feed that energy because that energy is what keeps us locked beneath the upper mental stage, beneath the fourth dimension. That keeps us in the basement. The third dimension is the basement, man. The third dimension is the basement. It's time for us to come up out the basement, out of the mental basement. None of our people should be moving off of emotion. None of our people should be moving off of polarity. None of our people should be moving off of good and evil. None of that. Because that is what keeps us in a state of immobilization. We become immobile, non-movement. The worst thing for any serpent or serpentine race of people is that we stop moving. How many times do you see a snake stop moving? Well, we're supposed to have the same motion as a serpent, constantly moving. Serpent ain't got time to stop. Serpent got to keep moving. And when the serpent keeps moving, everything moves out of the serpent's way because the serpent is so focused on getting to where it has to go, and that place where it has to go is to the destination of continuation. What do I mean by the destination of continuation? 
our destination is continuous, meaning there is no stop for us. There is no stop. So the destination is continuation. Our goal, our destiny, our destination is constant motion. You see, even when we hit points where we belong, the points we hit, we're not going to be there very long. We're going to keep moving. You see, that's why I said Earth was meant to be a rest stop for all people. Earth was meant to be a rest stop. You see, we were supposed to rest in the third dimension as we were overseeing those who were created in the third dimension, the creatures. We were supposed to be using the third dimension to oversee the humans from. But this was supposed to be a rest stop, and we got too comfortable comfortable, and we stayed on vacation too long. And we started building societies on the planet, things like that, you know. Basically for the humans to follow it out and keep it going, and we were supposed to be elevated. But what kept us grounded was our newfound affinity for these humans, our newfound affinity for these humans and all the creatures of the earth and all of the material things of the earth. We forgot the mental things that are above and beyond. We forgot. You see? And those who tried to reestablish that order and that structure, they were the ones who were quickly put down, took out. The ones who tried to keep things sacred and keep it on a higher level, keep it on a higher order, keep it common. Those are the ones who over time were taken out, man taken down by their own kind because like I said, when our people got a taste of that submental level and those submental ways, a lot of our people it became like sweet to them. It became uh you know, fulfilling to them on some level. They started to get wrapped up in their emotions and their ways and they start becoming, you know, compassionate. They start to feel these humans. Feel them on some kind of deeper level, or at least they thought so. But while the human was getting you to feel them on a deeper level, they were secretly taking your place. They always wanted your place. They always wanted your place. Now, in this modern-day world, they have your place. And the only way we're going to move beyond this place is by having that greater understanding of that which will keep us locked in this place, that which will keep us frozen in this place, because your emotions are what keep you caught in the third dimension, in the second dimension, and the third dimension. We have to move past this, all of this. Disregard. Shouldn't even really be arguing with people in your family, things like that. Nobody. Disregard. Because it ultimately pulls you down to their level. And if there is an exchange, you should be, or should I say, they should be getting pulled up to your level. They should be getting pulled up to your level. Not the other way around. You should not be getting pulled down to their level. You should be getting pulled up to, or they should, I should say, they should be getting pulled up to your level. You should be pulling them up to your level if it is meant for them to be pulled up to your level. But that's all on them. 
and that has nothing to do with any emotional connections you're making with these people. Either they have it or they don't. Either they are of it or, or they're not of it. Keep this in mind. Thank on what I gave you, and um, we should be right back.
So they're vibrating off of the same frequency as the animals when they deal with positive and negative. And those of you who adopt that mentality of positive and negative, good and bad, whatever, uh, 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 whatever, whatever the, all that is, like I said, you are adopting an animal mentality. You are really adopting an animal mentality. Right? You are adopting an animal mentality when you adopt that mindset. 803, you can call back. I saw your number. You are really adopting an animal mindset. And then what happens? You start acting like animals. You start having the back and forth. You see? You start being uncivilized, uh, 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 uncivil with your, your, with your, you know, just with your, um, with your words. You start being uncivil with your attitude. You start getting angry. You start getting uh, disagreeable, catty, for nothing. Where does that get you? Nowhere. Who does that make feel good? Does that make you feel good? If that feeds you in some kind of way, then that means you can't be a vomit if that feeds you. If being positive or negative fulfills you in any way, shape, or form, then you can't be a vomit because, see, we don't vibrate on the submental waves of the humans and the animals. We do not vibrate on the same frequency as the creatures. The creatures vibrate on good and bad, positive and negative. They vibrate on it. That's, again, why you have malevolent animals and benevolent animals why you have wild animals and domesticated animals, because they vibrate. And when you vibrate on positive and negative, that means you are unstable mentally. That means you are unstable mentally. The people who are stable are the people who are pretty much the same all the time. We the same all the time. We don't get mad. We don't get happy. We don't get upset. We don't do all that. For what? You see, I know it's hard to get out of sometimes. We're going to get pissed off and whatnot because that's what we know. This is how we react when we deal with, you know, problems, issues. We blow up. We get pissed off. We get angry. But there's no need to. You'll learn over time that there's so much more pleasure, so much more release than letting go. You ever heard a nigga woman you said back in there, yeah, learn to just let go. Yeah. They had something there, but they just didn't know what where to let go into because usually they let go into some more emotional stuff and they're going to keep constantly keep letting go over time and all this other stuff. No. To let it go all together, you know, saves you a lot of time and energy to ascend, to ascend yourself. Let it all go. Let go of the positive and negative. How many of you ever hear them tell, just let go of positive and negative? They would draw a blank. They wouldn't even know where to go. If you tell them to let go of positive and negative, they wouldn't know what to say. You never heard nobody tell you to do that because, see, that's the source of your problem. Like I said, back and forth creates mental instability. Those who are stable mentally move on one path and one path only, one track and one track only. That's why I said arm and only. We got one track minds for real, only track minds. One is only and only is one. The one and only. Why do you think they put them together? The one and only. The only one. Words he was down saying only. Own. The one. That's the reason for that because that's how it's supposed to be. Well, if you have room in your life for polarity, for emotion that is based on your polarity of your behavior, then I said you will never ascend to the fourth dimension. 
if you actually sitting here getting, you know, fueling things in your head, because again, like I said, just as much as you like to feel good, is just as much as you like to feel bad. And you can't tell me you don't like to because if I'm not going, you know, if you're getting riled up and angry about something, and you let something get you riled up and angry about something for real, you know, or get hot about something, I'm like, then that's obviously something you want to harness or you want, that's something that you want to, you want to be, you know, inside of you. You want that energy inside you. You want that same way you want good energy inside you. That means you also want bad energy inside of you. You can't just want good energy inside of you without bad energy inside of you. So my mindset says that I only need necessary energy inside of me. I don't need, who am I trying to be positive for? Who am I trying to be negative for? Ask yourself that question. Are you trying to be positive for yourself? Are you trying to be negative for yourself? No, you're trying to be positive and negative for people. You're not trying to be positive and negative for you because, again, you don't even know the damn difference. You don't know that the things that you think are positive in this world at nine times are really negative, and the things that are negative in this world are really positive on some level. You see? But in the greater scheme of things and the understanding of these things, you know that these are all subventory thoughts. These are only thoughts meant to be processed by humans and by an instinct by animals. You see, we don't move in a polar opposite world. We don't move in a two-dimensional world any longer. We started moving now into the third dimension on our way to the fourth, and these are the lessons we must learn as we move forth. That which is beneath us. We must know that which is beneath us so that we stay above it. You can't stay above something that you think you're supposed to be walking in, walking, being a part of. You, how do you stay above something that you're a part of? How do you stay above something that you are uh, that you end up, that you think you're supposed to be a part of? You can't. You can only be a, above something that you're not a part of. That's the only way you're going to be above it. You can't be above it and be a part of it. You got to be above it altogether. So you can't be above emotion if you are still being emotional. You can't be above positivity and negativity if you're still being negative. And anyway, like I said, if you're not going to kill somebody, then there's really no need to be giving the energy toward that person in negative fashion. And even if you're going to kill somebody, like I said, that's not even meant to be positive and negative. It's not. You see, that's not even meant to be positive and negative. You're going to kill somebody. If you're going to kill somebody, like I said, you got to kill somebody. That's not even the most. That's that's the thing of you know logic. That's that's logic and that's logical. That's a logical form of survival if you have to. And you don't have to do it with no malice, you know, or benevolence. Only out of necessity. When you picking, when you growing a garden, when you growing a garden and you growing vegetables and you raising animals. You don't have a positive thing for the animals or a negative thing for the animals because, or you shouldn't, because they're food. That's food. You don't have a positive or negative thing for the vegetables because that's food. You have a need for that, a necessity for that for now. That's it. 
That's the mindset you're supposed to adopt when dealing with people. That's the mindset you're supposed to adopt when dealing with everything within this three-dimensional realm, the necessity of it. If you do not have any necessity in my life, I don't have to deal with you in my life. You're not necessary. I don't, I'm not mad. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I don't feel anything. What I need is the necessity of knowing you, dealing with you. What is the necessity of that? When you put necessity next to everything in your life as a scale and a measurement for what you encounter and what you don't, you will find that you will encounter very little and have a lot of energy freed up as you're moving forward. Watch. What do I need versus what do I want? I'm always going to keep saying that. Emotions are what you do not need. Emotions are what you do not need. You need sensory. You need your senses. You need your senses and sensory about you. Because let me tell you something. When you are emotional, when you are emotional, all your senses go out the door. All your senses go out the door when you are emotional. You see, all your senses go out the door. Okay? So you got to keep that in mind. I'm going to give you a good example of this. Let's say you're out with your baby, right, your child, infant, and somebody attacks you. What is it in your child? What is the first thing that you do? Do you start fighting because you act mad this person attacks you and thus leave your baby, you know, as the open form of attack that this person can attack your baby and attack you? Or do you get your baby to safety? And move away out of, that, out, of that circum, out of that situation Because you're trying to protect the child Now certain people are standing there Like I've seen the ignorant black female out there Standing there and fight with somebody and whatnot Arguing and fight with somebody And then you're not thinking about your child You're not thinking about your child getting hurt You see You're not thinking about that The nigga woman I say They'll stand out there and fight with their baby right there you see because they're in, they in their emotion. They're in their emotion. They're angry at the time. So all their senses are gone. Their sense, their first maternal instinct is the, their first maternal sense, I should say. Not even instinct, but your maternal sense. Sensory is supposed to tell you to protect the child. Protect the child. You see, even if you got to get punched upside your head, getting your child to safety, running away, get your child to safety, you take those blows to get your child to safety. Now, you know, if you want, if, if, if you know, and if you're going to square off after the child's safety, I'm just playing, square off then. But even then, you got to think about that because, you know, if you get hurt, then your child's going to be hurt because then who's going to get your child to safety? You see what I'm saying? Emotions can destroy your sensory. They can cloud up your sensory, and it keeps you Submented in the three-dimensional level You see You can jeopardize everything with your emotions You can jeopardize Everything with your emotions You can destroy everything you work for Just on emotion Everything that you might have worked for Took you years to build You can destroy In one strike of your emotions In less than a day 
right? You might establish business relationships with people, right? But and you know you keep you keep this in mind when you're in your upper mental state that you know I got business I got business um, arrangements with certain people. You might not like those people, right? You might let yourself get emotional to a point where you don't like these people. But here's the thing: you said it shouldn't be a thing whether you like those people or not. You're doing business with them. It's not supposed to be no emotional thing. You're not supposed to have no emotional connection with the people that you're doing business with on the outside. You might get to a point where you're like, well, I'm tired of them, I'm going to tell them F you and F you. Then you mess up all your business. See, just by that alone, because you're going off your emotions, you destroy your business contact. You destroy your business contact. Because you wanted to be emotional because you didn't like those people. Who gained from that? You're not liking them. Who cares? You see? Again, this is why this is the mindset of animals and humans. These are the minds of animals and humans. You see? Because, and this is another thing that threw our people when we suffered under the racism of the so-called white man, is our people never seen people act like animals like this. You know, they, they, they never, when they saw white people acting like animals, like literally like animals, like, like mentally ill, bugged out, demonic, degenerate, with the attacks and the racial attacks and all this stuff. They didn't know, you know, from slave, they didn't know how to really deal with nothing like that because, you know, I guess they never really experienced nothing like that. People acting like savages. Just keep in mind, these are the people that were acting like savages. Animals. But we have a better handle on how to deal with animals and savages. You see? And that is you don't. You don't deal with them. You avoid them. You see? And when you have to encounter the animals, the humans, and their behavior, make sure you have an understand, an understanding of their behavior and how to deal with that, how to deal with their behavior, how to talk to them. Because you're dealing with, I always say with these humans, you know you're dealing with mentally unstable creatures. These humans are mentally unstable. I don't care what race they are. These humans are mentally unstable creatures. They have the minds of animals. They have the un- they have they have that polarity going back and forth, and that bipolarity going back and forth in them that keeps them mentally unstable. And when you allow yourself to feed into that energy, it makes you mentally unstable. You see, when you allow yourself to react the way they react, it makes you mentally unstable. Okay. When you allow yourself to act the way they act, react the way they act, it makes you mentally unstable just like them. And that will never stand. That will never stand. That will never stand as you are trying to make your way into a higher state of yourself. Again, this is where you will find out if the higher state of you live in the future by your ability to do this by your ability to detach yourself from emotions, from feelings, from from positive, from negative, this is when you'll know if there really is a extended version of you. All that talk of extended you and extending you and talking about your children, your children are going to only excel as high as you excel. If you don't excel to a certain level or highest level, then they're not going to excel beyond you. If you're still low level in your excelling of things, then guess what? They're going to be low level in their excel, or they're going to be limited in their 
excelling a thing. So it all starts with you, and they're watching you, and they're learning from you, <laughs> and they are adopting ways and characteristics or not adopting ways and characteristics that they see in you as either flaws or attributes, greater attributes. That's how you know that you're able to do this. Like I said, live your life without emotion. Live your life without positive and negative. Don't, like I said, if somebody gets you mad or pissed off, and like I said, I say it all the time, and I curse people out and stuff like that. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm cursing people out and I'm calling people mad, it's not that I'm even mad like that for real. You know what I'm saying? I don't get, it's just like, it's like almost like with me a point of reference. If I curse somebody on former whatever, it's just really just a point of reference. I'm not even mad. See, I'm not enraged. Anger is supposed to be accompanied by an adrenaline rush. Anger is supposed to be accompanied by an adrenaline rush. And an adrenaline rush is only going to pump when you're t- it's time for you to strike and kill somebody. That's your only, that's your only, and that's about survival. It should never be an encounter or a face-to-face. Or that should never happen based on whether you like or dislike somebody. No. It should never be based on that. It should never be based on any kind of, like I said, wherever you can find a necessary ground in which to communicate with people, then there's nothing to communicate about. It's not anything to be catty about, combative about. You just don't do it at all until you find the need, the necessity. Necessity is the lifeblood of any real community. People being necessary, um, a necessary, uh, how I want to say, a necessary connection in your life. See, because you can stay together with people forever when you see a necessary connection, but when you're just dealing with things on, you form a community based on who you like, who you dislike, which is what black people do, then nothing will ever last. Nothing will last. You will throw away a lot of good people. With, you will throw away a lot of great people with great attributes because you don't like them. Because you don't like them. Or you like them too much. Or you like them at all. The fact, like I said, that is what will eventually destroy that. Because let me tell you something. The people that you like, you will always over time end up disliking. Because it's getting on that polar opposite level. The people that you like or you feel and you feel positive about will eventually be people you'll feel negative about at some point in your life. And maybe back and forth again with that. That's not how we move. Be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless young. You're bringing my heart to change. change.
I want us to trailblaze a new way of thinking, a new way of encountering and acting with one another. I say we as mentalists, we who are of the Amun race, we are trailblazing in this three-dimensional realm coming into the 21st century. We are the trailblazers. The things I'm advocating for all fellow mentalists out there, all fellow mentalians out there, the things I am advocating for you all is the ability to ascend by way of ultrasanding submental thoughts in order to move through the third dimension. Again, this is movement. We move by their polarity. We move by their polarity. We don't move on their polarity. We move by it. What do I mean when I say we move by their polarity? We bypass it. We use negative and positive as, I you say, um, we use it as a form of current. When I say a form of current, it's a bypass type of current. In other words, you have certain things that make you want to move along, move away, just keep moving, keep staying in motion so that you don't get caught up in these things. This is how we see emotion. This is how we're supposed to see emotion. This is how we're supposed to see good and bad or positive and negative. We're supposed to see it that way. It's something that we do not want to get trapped in. We do not want to get entrapped in that because that's the game that your Satanists and your Luciferians trap everyone in. They trap you all in the whole idea of good and bad, positive and negative. They trap you in that. They're the ones who control the whole idea of God and the devil, good and evil, again, because these are the people that actually control both good and evil, positive and negative. And thus, they get you to limit your thoughts to those. You see, exactly like propellers. You see, like propellers, like rails, like the third rails on the train. You know, we're moving. Think of our feet as rails. That Think of our feet as the, the, uh, um, as the, um, as the thing that goes along the rail, on the third rail. The rails are positive and negative. And the disc or whatever that fits into the rails as we're moving as our feet. And this time we're supposed to be moved through that. You see? Positive and negative is supposed to just keep us moving. That's the fuel that's going to move us through the third dimension. The ability to ascend or bypass positive and negative. That's what's going to move us forward. Am I making myself clear? That is the thing that's going to make us move forward. This is not what we derive our energy and power from. But we take that energy and utilize it for motion. We utilize positive and negative for motion, but we do not move on emotion. Y'all follow what I'm saying? We utilize positive and negative as a form of motion, but we do not utilize it as emotion. Say it with me. We utilize positive and negative as motion, but we do not utilize it as emotion. I want you all to repeat that. Let's see if you were paying attention. We utilize, we utilize positive and negative as motion, but we do not utilize it as emotion. You see, this is where people get messed up. This is where people get messed up in the world because they utilize positive and negative as a form of emotion. We lose it as a form of motion as a way to bypass. Right? That's how mentalists think. That's the that's the 
um, mark that we're setting as we're moving forward. Whereas the people of the world, they utilize positive and negative as a form of emotion. And they emit it from themselves as a form of emotion. We utilize it as a form of motion to keep us moving beyond that. You see, when you allow yourself to turn that into emotion, you form what? An emotional connection to it, an emotional bond toward that. Next thing you know, you back and forth in, in your feeling between what's positive and what's negative. You don't know which is which sometimes, and you start getting in that bipolar mindset, and you start losing your mind because of your emotional attachment to positive and negative instead of your emotional or your motivational movement through it. We are to move through positive and negative. We're not to get attached to it. You follow what I'm saying? We move through it. We don't get attached to it. All right? This really has to be our thought process. Again, again, you know, it only turns into rhetoric when people are not able to download it into their mind. It becomes rhetoric after a while. I don't ever want anything I come off to you and say is utilized as rhetoric because it only, again, it's not supposed to be rhetoric. It's supposed to be downloaded into your memory, uploaded into your mindset, and you're supposed to be able to move with that, that which is uploaded in you mentally. How to utilize positive and negative, how to utilize any of these things, and elect to let go of, or be those that choose to let go of emotion. That's how it's supposed to come to you. That's how you're supposed to receive it. That's how you're supposed to get beyond it. That's how you're supposed to move through it. You see? You're supposed to move through it. Again, you move through positive and negative, and your emotional attachment toward that, you move through it by seeing it for what it is. See? If you acknowledge it for what it is, just something you recognize two of these things or what appears to be two, you recognize them for what they is and it's both the same thing. It is used to slow you down. It is used to slow you down. That's it. That is the whole point of polarity. It is used to slow people down. It is used to get people to get caught in the moments. It is utilized to get people distracted. But the intelligent ones, the truly intelligent ones, they do not get caught in either one because they know it for what it is. When you see the most successful business people, the most successful business people don't really get angry. They don't really get upset. They don't really get emotional in their um, lifestyle. Because business and doing business on the regular teaches people to be emotionless. You shouldn't have any, you know, emotions when it comes to who you're doing business with, why you're doing business. You shouldn't feel no kind of way about them, whether they, what their race is, what their color is, none of that. None of that should play a factor in you doing business with people. And see, if you can do that, if you can get through and do business with people, no matter what you think of them, you know, mentally, think of them physically, whatever the case may be, racially, whatever, if you can get through to just doing business with people and not make it personal, not make it emotional, not make it based on positive and negative energy you're trying to feel from these people just based on the business at hand, which is necessary to do, then guess what? That's how you're going to conduct yourself throughout your life. That's how you're going to conduct yourself. 
You see, you conduct yourself as a form of that or those who move by way of necessity. It is necessary for you to move. That's all. It is necessary for you to move. That's all. Nothing else is necessary. Your emotions are not necessary. Your connection to polarities, positive and negative, are not necessary in your ascension toward the fourth dimension. They are not necessary. The only thing that's necessary for you to do is to keep moving. Keep moving. Keep growing. Keep extending collectively. That's all you are called to do. And that is a big thing within itself to do because there are so many distractions to stop you. Now, if people truly understand what I am saying, that people should not be bringing me no problems, no headaches, no nonsense at all. And if you think to bring me problems, headaches, and nonsense, or feel like you should be combative or go back and forth with one another, then you should be listening to this broadcast again, because obviously you didn't hear it the first time. There is never any excuse at all to be combative about anything if you are truly moving toward that fourth dimension, if that is your intention, because you do know as you start to ascend, everything beneath you gets smaller and smaller. Now, you can watch your ascension take place and you grow, and you can watch those who were connected to that small, those small things, that moment of positive and negative, you can watch your soul grow beyond them, or you can stay there with them and y'all both can stay stagnant for good. But there will be no place for you in the fourth dimension. So let me go ahead and answer these questions to get out of here. What is ultra-standing submental thoughts in order to, to get through the third dimension? Basically, ultra-standing what motivates people here, what animates people here, I should say, what people are animated by, because, again, emotion and positive and negative are nothing but electrical charges of animation that are manipulated by the beast to keep people animated here, to keep people, um, keep people's movements controlled. To keep the, the goal is to keep people's movements controlled. That's the goal, all right? And that is done through positive and negative slander campaigns like the beast do. They'll sit up here, if you don't want you following so-called leaders and whatnot, so-called black leaders, whatever, if you don't want you following so-called leaders, then he'll do what? Create a negative slander campaign against the person, right? Now, if they want you following certain people, they'll create a positive campaign toward the people, you see? So it's all the same thing. Just people talking about nothing. They can say whatever they want to. They can't change the fact or the reality that this transmission stands above and beyond what they're talking about. That's why I never got all really too hung up on what people talk about because, again, that's not what you're talking about is not necessary in the transmission and the transformation of our lives. If it's not, then we don't care. Why should we understand them? Because, again, we should understand that behavior so that we don't get attached to that behavior. See, when you don't understand something, when you don't completely stand above something, then you're going to stand with it. And next thing you know, you're going to be swallowed up in that. So we must understand that so that we do not get connected to that. Because it's so much easier, it's so easy to get connected into that, you know, polarity and emotional connection. It's so easy to get caught in it. What is ultra standing? Ultra standing is complete comprehension. 
of all things, from top to bottom, everything. Why not? Uh, why not understanding? Because understanding means that we are standing with these people underneath a higher level of thinking that we so much need to throw us forward. So we ain't got enough time to understand people because what understanding brings compassion. And we ain't got time to have compassion for nobody no more. We don't have enough compassion. And you see where that got us, right? We don't got time to have no more compassion. We can understand and we can be, you know, we can, we can be somewhat sentiment, somewhat, you know, uh, uh, civil or how you say cordial. That's as much as you want to get out of us. We'll be cordial if necessary. But no more emotion and no more picking sides and polarity. That's over. Right. Um, can this be considered developmental growth? Yeah, it is developmental growth. Develop beyond the submental ways into a higher state of being and thought. And that is it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Mm-hmm.